Hi everyone, uh, this is Sandman and uh, this is my third video blog, whatever you want to call it, and uh, this one is titled Lady Liberty versus Mother Russia, Female Symbols for Male Sacrifice. And uh, before I begin, I'd really like to thank everybody for subscribing to the channel. Um, I've almost got 60 subscribers in a day and a half, which I find fantastic. Anyway, um, in this video I'd like to talk about the female symbolism uh, that governments typically use to get men to do their bidding. Um, I guess the question we need to ask is, would a truly patriarchal society really uplift the female form to the highest heights the way that we do in our society? Wouldn't it make more sense for us to erect giant statues of men if we were a society obsessed with the oppression of women and the supremacy of masculinity? Why do we tend to put up statues of women in the most important historical places and the most visible locations in many cases? If we wanted to erect a large male statue today, I'm pretty sure that the feminists would be up there clamoring about it in, you know, five seconds, telling us that a, a giant male figure would be a symbol of their collective oppression. Even putting up a statue of an American president would be difficult today. That's why I think that we name our aircraft carriers after presidents. And the irony is that these ships are effectively disposable. They will be scrapped after their service. So we are essentially saying that the value of an American president has a lot to do with his disposability or her disposability if Hillary Clinton becomes the next president of the United States. Although in her case, I'm pretty sure that if that happens, feminists will demand a monument in her honor somewhere in Washington. Maybe we will shape it like a giant vulva. <laughs> Who knows? In the United States, you have the Statue of Liberty, and I know exactly what you're thinking. This is the ultimate symbol of female oppression. Nothing says patriarchy like a giant statue of a woman erected in the most important port in the most important city of the United States. Liberty was brought to the United States by men giving up their lives in the Revolutionary War. If anyone should be upset, it should be men. Why do the male figures from the American Revolution have small statues relegated to tomb-like settings in Washington, D.C.? Washington, Lincoln, and Jefferson are all nicely tucked away inside of their own little monuments in Washington. And yet here we have this giant Statue of Liberty. How about this? Here's a statue in Stalingrad built in 1967 to commemorate the battle and victory in Stalingrad during the Second World War. Does this girl look like someone that's oppressed to you? How about this guy building one of the hands for the statue? He looks like the type of guy that is working for the oppression of women by putting up a statue of a giant woman. It's ironic that men are giving up their disposable lives for female symbols. In this case, men risk their lives to erect giant statues of women. What about these posters? All done in the name of convincing men to give up their lives for their own countries. Here is some poster art from the First World War used to convince men that they needed to go to war. The United States and Russia are not the only countries to use this type of imagery to lure men into making the ultimate sacrifice and giving up their lives for their countries. Others use women as a means to entice men to the ultimate sacrifice. In France, we have Marianne, the Lady of Liberty, leading French troops into battle during the French Revolution. In Britain, we have Britannia, 
I know some of you will say, what about Mount Rushmore? There's a great statue, in fact, entire mountain dedicated to the sacrifice of men, you know, the founding fathers. But how many people have actually seen Mount Rushmore? On any given day, millions of people see the Statue of Liberty in New York. Mount Rushmore only sees about 3 million visitors each and every year. That's not even half the population of New York City. Men worship symbolic women because they represent their actual love for women. Women, on the other hand, do not worship men in the same way because most of them are incapable of loving men in the same way. Otherwise, we'd see a statue of a typical alimony-paying father in a school playground and everywhere across the world. We don't even see statues of doctors and firemen anywhere. And we know these types of provider males are the most highly regarded by women. But women don't worship the man, only what he can do for her. And what do women get out of these monolithic statues of themselves? Why acceptance, of course. Women like to feel accepted by the government and by other men. So to them, these statues are a physical representation of men and the government loving them. And the only acceptable statues of men going up these days seem to be of fictional men. You have Rocky in Philadelphia and Robocop in Detroit. And Robocop isn't even a man. He's just a few pieces of a man covered by technology. And it's ironic that most of the funding to put Robocop up in Detroit comes from a male-led Kickstarter campaign. It would be interesting to see how many women gave their support by donating to the Robocop statue. I'm guessing very few. And feminists aren't complaining because they know that Robocop represents a man with little to no personal identity used by the government to protect women. He is the ultimate disposable male. You can take him apart, put him back together, and send him out over and over again to protect women and the populace in general. He won't protest, complain, or say no when you take his disposability for granted. This is the ideal man. He doesn't even ask for sex, and he doesn't even have to have a woman prepare him dinner. Anyways, your comments are always welcome, and thanks for all the new subscriptions. Uh, I've been doing these videos now for less than a week, and I'll try to put one out every two to three days. I hope you appreciate it, and cheers.